This is the Self-Helpful Podcast, where I invite today's most important influencers to grapple with their own wisdom and stories in an authentic, relatable conversation about self-help and what drives them. I'm Kevin Miller. I'll be your guide as I distill my guest's greatest wisdom and methodologies into practical, transformative steps. This podcast has been downloaded over 60 million times by people like you and me who want to elevate our personal experience of life and the way we show up for others. I'm a six foot tall, slim white man. I have an automobile, a house, a job, and good income. No felonies. Imagine if myself and nine other identical men all created profiles on a dating app and that's all we put. How many inquiries would we get? Probably zero. This is our world and marketplace today. No matter who you are, or what you do, everyone is looking to know more about your story before they spend a minute or a dollar on you. They're looking for context on connecting points to determine if they find resonance with you or not. This is part three of my series on Miriam Schulman. Her new book is called Artpreneur, the step-by-step guide to making a sustainable living from your creativity. If you are involved or want to be in the fine arts, literally, and make a living at it, she is your guru. On a bigger scale, she brings the message of how creativity and art in your work is a necessity in today's overcrowded marketplace. And that was a lot of our focus in part one together. Well, I continue this discussion today with my frequent co-host, Jared Angaza. Jared is a brand architect who has recently devoted himself to helping the space community at large tell their story. And his expertise is in doing just that, helping us tell our story so we have the chance to connect with others, whether personally or professionally. He's also my blood brother and who's helping me tell my story as a podcast host and an author so you know if I'm someone you care to listen to or not. In this show, we really hone in on not only the opportunity, but really the absolute necessity to tell our story, let our identity be known, or get left behind. I mean, looking at your work, what you do is just no longer enough. You can't be the best. Nobody will believe that, but you can be unique. I mean, you are unique, even if you don't realize it. We just got to pull it out of you. I mean, just as you must put on clothes to go to work if you want opportunity in the marketplace uh, or trying to get a date, you got to communicate more about who you are. Again, your identity. This is the only way people can know if they want to connect with you or not. If you try to play it safe and remain storyless, in essence, you're going to get just that less. And in today's culture, letting your identity be known shows confidence, honestly, while remaining hidden makes you suspect. Be authentic. This isn't about performing and being a show pony. It's again, just like a personal profile and dating app, merely sharing who you are and what you're about as a service to people who might be interested. The Self-Helpful Podcast pays tribute to Zig Ziglar, one of our world's most inspirational leaders and where this podcast started. Ziglar is your premier source for equipping top coaches to help leaders and top performers excel professionally and personally. Visit Ziglar.com and let them inspire your true coaching performance. I truly thank you for tuning into this Self-Helpful Podcast, where our focuses are striving to help you and me elevate our personal experience of life and the way we show up for others. Next up, I bring you Jared Angaza to discuss an aspect of Miriam Schulman's message in her book, Artpreneur, the step-by-step guide to making a sustainable living from your creativity. Again, I feel it's a must read for anyone to leverage your art and creativity in whatever you do. 
And if you're literally in the fine arts, this is your guidebook to doing it with abundance and sustainability. Well, brother, as I was thinking about who to co-host with me, I mean, we know a lot of people who are involved in art and creativity and whatnot. But as I started that first show with her, it brought me back to us as whether it's business owners or whether you're working out there, no matter what you're doing. So if you're an employee, it doesn't really matter, but you've got a product or a service that you are providing, you know, that you're part of or whatever. And that idea of our content is just not enough. I, I just keep getting enamored with that, that whatever we do is in and of itself, that core thing where we put all the value generally is just not enough in this day and age where there are percept, you know, our perception is there's a, there's a hundred providers for everything. If you're going to get jeans, there's a hundred people that make the same color. They say the same things about them as far as the quality and the stretchability and the stone washed and the whatever. So are you going to buy it from Levi's or Calvin Klein or like myself, outer known, or where are you going to buy them from and what's going to dictate why you would spend more or less? And, and this is your arena, you know, is branding. So that's one piece of that as far as how do we look at this art and creativity as an opportunity slash necessity for our own benefit? And as you and I were just talking, there's a whole bunch of reasons, but that's the one that got me first off. And I thought, okay, that's what you and I talk about. That's what you're helping me with is how do I right. take this? So I'm going to have, just like we talked about on the show, I have Miriam on my show. We talked for whatever, an hour or something like that. Well, she's how many other shows is she going to be on talking for an hour about the contents of her book? So, and am I the best interview? Did I ask the absolute best questions? I mean, maybe, but probably not. And nobody's going to believe that. If we put the podcast out and go, listen to Kevin Miller's podcast, he does scientifically proven triple blind, double, whatever, uh, the, I, no. So all I've got is, can I, how do I, can I, and how do I connect with people with a, well, and I do like what Mary said, a point of view. What did you think on that? Cause that really, I hadn't thought about it in that terms, a point of view. Did that resonate? Doesn't have to. For sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the, what, what we're getting into is the discussion of creative expression. You know, it's something that's being expressed outside of you or coming outside of you. That is from within um, to when someone is, for instance, looking at a podcast host like yourself says, okay, well, what am I getting into here? Yeah. They're going to look and they're going to make some judgments on your podcast art, which I just spent hours doing. Thank yesterday. you. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, they're going to look at, uh, you know, your website, same deal. Yeah. And they're going to look at social you know, media, look yeah. social media and your wardrobe, your haircut, your things like that. Now, do those things necessarily, I mean, do those matter in the grand scheme of things? Not necessarily, but you signed up to be a storyteller. You signed up to say, hey, listen to me. <laughs> like yeah. I, I spend all day saying, hey, listen to Kevin. <laughs> um, so when you do that, when you're coming out into the world like that, for you to not creatively express yourself, to let people know a bit about who you are and how you show up in the world, you're, it's a missed opportunity. Now, to be clear, if I have a hardware store down the street, uh, my friend of mine bought a hard, like the local hundred year old hardware store down the street. And I helped, I did some consulting for him just as a friend on 
kind of how to play that out and what to do with it once he and a bunch of other guys saved the hardware store it was a lot of the same kind of discussion about how do you show up what is it what are people going to feel like when they get in this store what are they going to see from the outside that makes them even dare to go in uh what's the story that people are going to hear in this small beach town in ocean beach san diego um about that store you know so that there all of those things it required them to creatively express themselves in some way and i you can walk into that store and see their art quote unquote um in the way that they show up it's when it comes to doing business or even just having a voice in the world even if you're not getting paid for it or whatever but just putting something out there in the world that you want people to consume in some way it's it, it sort of required of you at that point to say okay well show us what who you are and and that can come in lots of different ways even down to the hat you're wearing things like that uh it, it's really about being intentional if, if if or at least cognizant but intentional if you could to, to about the way that you show up because it's that much more likely that you'll be able to create some sort of connection with someone yeah and, and i think it's resonance that we're looking for oh i like that word resonance because okay so i want to I want, I want you to play with an actual, well, you said a hardware store. I'm going to, I'm going to play with another one, but I like that you said storyteller. Um, now, not everybody's going to resonate with that. They may think that they're not that. So I'll get into that in just two seconds here, but creating an experience. So they're going to come here on the show or they're going to go into the hardware store. What is the experience? And then to what you just said, ultimately it's do they and do people connect with it? So if you come into the hardware store, they can make it all sleek and fine lined right. and uh glass and metal and electronic and whatever and appeal to people in silicon valley i'm I'm making that up but if they put that on main yeah. street in downtown mississippi or heck here in colorado man I, you know i want to go for me to connect i'm wanting like smell of coffee you know and wood and across the street from the the hardware store i'm talking about yeah they try to put in a target and the entire town protested because they don't do anything name brand or not the here. vibe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. So, so that, so, Same so deal you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So looking to, so looking to connect and I, and I, I like that. So let's take that now to a, and I played with this and with Miriam, I think, and I, I sure don't want to pick on somebody, but I'm going to anyways, uh, you know, an accountant. So you've got a buddy who says, yeah, you know, so I'm going to hang out my shingles an accountant. I got my degree and I'm going to hang my, sh Yeah. I just, sorry, I just had that look on my face because I remember when I was listening to the podcast yesterday yeah. that, that you all did, and you talked about that, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have a client that is an accountant that is that story." Okay, well, okay, we'll stick there because okay, so back in the day, let's go back to Main Old Street client. America, yeah. hundred years ago, whatever, and you get a degree in accounting or learn how to do that, or your dad teaches you or whatever, or mom—that's sexist—but you know, somebody teaches you, and uh, you hang your shingle out, and you may be the only one in town. Maybe there's, you know, one other one or something. And you, you don't need to differentiate yourself a whole lot. Honestly, you're kind of it. That's been obliterated. And now we can choose from an infinite amount of accountants. I can choose one in another country. Um, I can choose one virtually. I can, you know, wherever I can get bookkeeping help, CPA help, whatever, anywhere. So, so here's your buddy. He's going to come out with an accountant who probably doesn't think of himself as a storyteller, doesn't think of having an experience. He just thinks, no, I just know how to run the numbers and you know save you money or organize your stuff. And today I have an accountant. Um, 
I'm not sure what to say here. I don't think they listen. I don't know if they listen to my show, but they're, they're good people, but there's not a huge connection. So if somebody comes along and offers more or connects with me in another way, I'm liable just to jump over. One of the main reasons that I haven't, and I think most people haven't, is the hassle factor. So if somebody entices me enough with an offering of saving me more money or, uh, you know, better investment or, or, or I just dig their you know, what they're about. I went to a a thing with some financial planners that had a wine tasting. Ah, I dig that. It's a connection point. That's almost enough for me to go with them. If somebody offers that I'm likely going to be gone. So for your accountant buddy to come out of the door and say, okay, why are people going to use me? So what's the story? Yeah, it's a really, it's one of my favorite sort of client stories. I I don't, you know, have, I don't do like the client world anymore, but when I was doing that, I had such a great experience with him. We both grew a lot through that. But for me to take him on the first place was a bit of a challenge. I thought, well, what am I going to do with this joker? Like he's an accountant. He doesn't not known for being creative. He told me straight up, I got, I'm not, don't have a creative bone in my body. You know, what do I do? He liked, he had heard me on a couple podcasts and we were in a similar circle together. Um, and he, asked if we could meet and talk we did anyway we ended up putting a good deal together and I, I i don't usually or hadn't usually done this but i was with him for like two and a half years i stayed on to really help him build the business as a consultant and i just met with him once a week um and man we we moved some things around in his life and in his world in general i created a process for him that he could that people could get into and, and things like that but it became like I said, <clears throat> you know, you need a way of showing up for people. Otherwise, you're just another accountant in a crayon box full of, you know, crayons. It's all the same. Um, and you, you need to to have some way for people to differentiate you from the next guy. What's that going to be? How do you want to show up? What's important to you? We, he talked about the five Fs, you know, finance, uh, family, friends, the, the, the five Fs, the whole deal. And he, that's kind of the center of his uh, value system or whatever. So I said, cool, let's play with that. And we did. And it, it's now F5 financial, I think nice.com or whatever, something like that. And he, we brought forward his values creatively yeah. and expressed his values creatively to the world aesthetically, which he didn't care at all about at the time. But as we got into it, he's like, yeah, this is me. This fits. It's like a jacket. He didn't know was going to look good on him. And he put it on and was like, oh, my God, I, I feel different now. And he shows up differently. He he was trying to make it big in Peoria, Illinois, who I happen to have a good friend there. And I had spent time there. I was like, oh, I know Peoria. That's where, where Caterpillar is and all that, the big, big company. And he had worked with them some. And he he just he said, I, I said, man, what I know your demographic in this area. They need some sort of champion to help them through the the difficulties of their finances and to help them feel like they have a plan to make them feel secure and so on. So we just kind of like said, okay, put on your superhero cape and let's let's create this identity. We did. This has a lot to do with my identity, you know, development anyway, as you have experienced. I think that might have been where I got the idea of telling clients, hey, this is like putting on your superhero suit. What are we going to craft here? And when you put it on, I hope you feel differently. I hope you show up differently. And at some point down the line, maybe you just become that superhero. 
How wonderful would that be? And that's exactly what happened with Kurt, my man. Like he 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 stepped into this thing. He now is he has a spot on the local news where he talks about finance all the time. He's got a crew of people that work with him. His business has grown astronomically. I'm so proud of that experience that we had together. I learned a lot too about what's possible. But through helping this man creatively express himself. He was able to tap into new depths of his soul and, and, and authenticity that he was not ever even tuned into before. And it really did change him. So it, it not only was it a better voice for to, that, that resonated more with his audience, it also helped him show up more authentically in the world. Okay, a couple of things there. And one, you talked to me about it before we started doing this. And just on the aspect of art and creativity, you talked about, um, I don't want to derail off of this tangent right here or or this pathway, maybe we can come back to it, but how art and creativity in and of itself has so much benefit for us as people, no different than exercise or eating well that in you're saying, I don't care if you're an accountant or or an astronaut or whatever you do, you should probably exercise. It's kind of good for your body. And I heard you said, you know, we, we see that uh, engaging in art and creativity, even if you stink, you know, you do paintings that suck and you just, but it, it, that what it does for you has a great benefit. All right. So I don't want to lose that. Cause you kind of alluded to that right there, but not, but, and you just made me think that storyteller thing. Now, so you said, I'm a storyteller. So obviously I'm sitting here in front of a mic. It's my primary livelihood. And I do bring stories in. I need to, the more I can embrace that, uh, is a way, a connecting point. The guy doing the accounting should be engaging in the story of the client. What is their story and engaging with that? But he may not be telling a story, but what you you showed me is we want to know his story. That's the storytelling we all have to do. So in that case, if you're a plumber, an accountant, uh, you know, obviously even more so a coach, I think, and a consultant, whatever, either way. You're a commodity out there if that's what your label is. At that point, you're a commodity. The only thing that makes you a premium product or, or resonates, connects, is your story, day one. I'm going to pick you based on going and checking you out and seeing if I resonate, if the word you use, if I have resonance with you. And that's – so I got to come out, and that's what you've helped me do. You said, okay, yeah, you're doing these great shows. People apparently like it because they're downloading a lot, but it's in spite of the fact that you kind of haven't told your story. I mean, you brought that back to me. I mean, I'm, I'm almost two decades out of my last bike, well, my, my, my last elite pro bike race, but I was a pro athlete. It's a huge part of my life, as you know, and I just kind of forgot about that. Just kind of let down. You're saying, no, pick that back up. That's a, that's a connecting point. The fact that I live in the mountains is a connecting point that I'm an athlete today, that I've got nine kids that I love. It's, it's a big part of what qualifies you to talk well about motivation and drive. I saw you as a kid seven years younger than you watching you race and watching you do all the things that you were doing and thinking like oh my god this man is driven well <laughs> you know and here we are years later book coming out well thank you and now, and now you've brought out my story that i did not give value to even though as a consumer that's really the only reason that i buy the products and services that i do i just mentioned jeans and i just purchased with my own dollars outer known jeans outer known is is owned by uh, kelly slater the pro surfer dude I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's sustainable stuff. So I went and spent, um, actually they had a little sale. I got to admit, but they're like $150 jeans. Right. And yeah. I mean, I grew up buying $20 Levi's. I have no idea what they probably cost a hundred bucks now too. I don't, yeah. I don't even know, but I did it because there's all these jeans to pick from. I'm going to do this when I dig their brand. I want to associate with them. 
And I appreciate that they're sustainable and, 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 uh, you know, all, all that good stuff. So I bought into their story and the story that they're telling out there. So that, that, that felt like point number one from you is we all in our work, again, whether employee or business, people need to know our story, even our employer, our managers, our coworkers, or if we own, you know, our customers, clients, employees need to know our story, what we're about. That's their connecting point. Otherwise it's just a commodity one. You, you, you can, you can chime in on that. But then the other thing I did want to question is you stating that the dude said, your accountant guy said, I don't have a creative bone in my body. I get that. We all say that we think you're either creative or you're not. And I'm going to, and and I don't want to just play with semantics and stuff, but I feel like I bet he's dramatically creative with numbers in a way that I can't conceive of. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. Thankfully, the days of building a business website, then having this massive endeavor to integrate an online store are gone. Today, Shopify has fixed all that. I had one business where we actually built the entire website on Shopify's platform. So whether you're just starting out or you're selling a million bucks of product already, Shopify is just the industry leader. It works the same for physical products or online and digital, and Shopify is just hands down the best out there. Most importantly, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It's 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Getting people to buy is not that hard, at least to the buying point, but getting them to actually give their payment info is, and Shopify is king in that department. They also have top tier customer service, which I think is critical. You can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Kevin. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Kevin to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Kevin. So it's dumbfounded by what he's able to do with his numbers and some of the stuff to the extent that I said, man, you've got something really important here. You need a process. If you have a process, another thing is when people, it's, I told, I think I said something at the time, like, it's almost like getting in a, in a race car and putting on the three point harness and and the helmet. It's like, you feel safe. Like you can do more because of all that. It's like, that's what you're providing for your clients. When they come in, you're like, here's a process. Here's the thing. This happens every time like this. I've thought about this. I've thought this through. Here's a document that I've, you know, put together and and people are like, wow, I feel really safe in this environment, which is important when someone's handling your numbers. So we started there. 
And then there's visual storytelling, which he, again, was like, I got nothing for you, man. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know colors. I don't know images. I don't, I don't care. It's not part of me. But man, it's part of him now. And, and it's not because I la- layered something over him. It's because I just walked it out of him. <laughs> like I said, look, let's open up a little bit and see what comes out. And and as we did, there was things that unfolded and he's finding stuff inside him. He's like, I didn't know that was there. I, that wasn't, I didn't have any idea that was part of me. So I experienced it, at least from my end, as being very therapeutic for him to go through that. Again, I, I got a lot out of it too, but he he was going through therapy. He was going through a transformation during that process of realizing what can happen in him and from him when he allows himself to creatively express himself. That was not something he had ever even contemplated before, let alone done. Let, let me ask then about story. Cause you just made me think of a, a really, uh, an interesting analogy. So over at, you know, so my office is in a functional medicine practice, uh, medical clinic in essence w- that I share with my buddy, Dr. Randy James, who a lot, most people know, cause he co-hosts a lot of show with me. Uh, you, you know him, yep. we have, I don't, I don't participate a whole lot anymore, but they have supplement. He has supplement reps come in, right? So they're coming in trying to, you know, buy a fancy lunch and come in and talk about the latest supplements, ultimately trying to get him to buy their supplements. So we got this one guy and, um, he probably wouldn't mind me mentioning his name, but who knows what's amidst, uh, amongst that. Um, so I won't, but he comes in, I really like him. He comes in in a suit and tie. It's what his, I found out later. It's what his supplement brand requires. So he's a, he's a supplement rep. Mm. comes in he's in a suit and tie hair is done nice but a good guy we connected well then i come to find out somehow connect i facebook i don't know how i found out and here he is on facebook and the dude's a blues singer huh yeah i'm so it's i'm so i get bumbled up with political correctness these days uh so you, maybe you can call me out on this, but he's just, he's just a, he's just a white dude, man. He's, he's whiter than I am. Yeah. Uh, and he's doing blues and it's really good. That's a significant recognition for a man playing blues. Well, so that's fair. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thank, and so I was impressed. I mean, you know me, I'm like you, man, we're music connoisseurs. And so I'm impressed anyway. So here's this, it's like an alt, it's like an alternate life. It makes me kind of think of your superhero thing, you know, of work of putting your thing on. And he's over here as a mm-hmm. drug rep. Now, and I'm thinking, so he's got me. He's my drug, drug rep. I mean, supplement rep. I love him. I mean, we already like the supplements, you know, and if they're comparable to another brand, dude, I like this guy. And, and, right. and so I'm connecting with him. And now when he comes in, I don't care so much about the next supplement they've got. I just want to know what's his latest. Is he released some new music? You know, what's he mm-hmm. doing? And of course, now I know he got married and he's got a kid and I'm involved in his story, even though the supplement that he's talking about, this probiotic, there's no story, man. And it lines up and it's good. It's professional grade. And we dig that and stand behind that. But there's others. Then we can't say that this is the best one. Our money's going to this guy because we connect with his story. And his story isn't even the company's story. They're not playing blues music and whatever. They've kind of actually got a different tangent. Anyways, you get the point. Is that not the case for most of us that we sometimes tend to not incorporate our story into our work vocation, maybe even our life. And yet we've got these interests and these flavors behind us and these areas of resonance and connection. Is that not, that feels like that's an opportunity that we can all bring in to our product or service 
even outside of whether the product or service has much of an interesting story. For sure. So what happened there, it seems, is that you you didn't know that you could have some sort of connection with this guy because he came in sort of looking away that wasn't didn't uh, it didn't make you feel like you didn't make you feel a connection. So on the other side of that, then you find out a little bit more about him and you think, oh wow, there's something there that resonates with me. It's uh-huh. the resonation that 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 kind of. Uh, I think that all art is sort of asking for resonance. It's saying like, so if I create something that I put out into the world, I'm hoping that it resonates with someone else, whether it be my accounting business website, you know, to try to get clients or an actual piece of fine art that I've created. I hope that somewhere around the world, it causes resonance. Like I, I, I connect with that. I resonate and in, in, in the world of fine art, by the way, just to put a note on it, uh, sometimes I think often maybe the desire from the artist is to be provocative or evocative, to, to, to pull something out of someone, to move someone, to make them feel a certain way, maybe to prickle, you know, something prickly or something wonderful or whatever. But so someone could look at a painting and say that that makes me angry and, and, and I'm, I, I don't like that and, you know, whatever. And then the next person says, I love that painting. It makes me feel wonderful inside. And the artist could look at that and say, wonderful success on both sides. I evoked something out of you. I, I moved you in some way, even if it was a negative feeling or whatever. Um, it doesn't have, always have to be positive. But I, I think that art or artistic expression is a way of saying, like, I want to move someone. I want to create resonance there. So I'm going to put that out there. Uh, and, and again, it, it's you know art is in the eye of the beholder as, as they say it doesn't have to be everything for everybody it, it, and it shouldn't it should just say like hey this is how i show up in the world this is who i am inside for instance this supplement rep that guy you know he could be putting uh something out there to let more people know about who he is to have more of a reaction like what you had you know to, to cultivate more of that uh his rep or his company he's repping ought to give him a raise and say he build a web- website <laughs> they should but it's, it's likely that they don't want that to come out they want You're him probably in right. a suit yeah which is the old guard yeah I, yeah and i'm afraid that's okay I, i'm gonna keep playing with this so let's put 10 accountants up on stage right your buddy yeah. included 10 accountants they all have an accounting degree from i don't know MIT, Harvard, who gives accounting degrees? I don't, I don't even know. Wherever you get that. So they got, they got a comparable accounting degree, which means they have been trained and have passed the test that say that they can do X, Y, Z. They can provide this service. They can do this thing. So they're up there, 10 of them. You just talked about resonating. My, here's my feeling as a consumer. If I look at them, I'm not going to vet them. Which one am I going to choose to give my money to, to give my trust to? And let's say three of them, uh, they don't have anything but the degree, the degree, the suit, the whatever, that's right. it in a story, yeah. no resonance, which is what it says to me. And my thought is in today's world where we can go look and choose from anybody and vet anybody, those three are off the board. Nobody has any reason to choose them at all. So if they don't make the effort to have some, to use your word, artistic impression, whatever, some story to, to attach to them, they're probably just going to lose out and be thrown off the board and not even have an opportunity. I I think long-term at least as opposed to now let's take the other, what does that leave? Seven. 
let's do the math better. Four of them don't have anything, so I can throw them off so I can do the math better. So now we have six left. That of those six now, we're going to have different varieties of story, connection points, resonance. And one's going to be the accountant in a a $2,000 suit, driving a Ferrari, Wall Street credentials, whatever. But I don't align with that at all. Um, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to look for once people who, uh, connect a small business specifically. That's, that's my shtick. So I want somebody who specializes or tells me that they, you know, no small business. They may all do that, but I want the one that goes, no, dude, look, look, this is my flavor. Um, uh, or, or gal. And then I'm going to look for the one and here's a lady and she's totally into the outdoors. And that's part of her brand. I see it on her website. She's not showcasing metal and, and glass and refined stuff, man. She's out on a hike and she's talking about, you know, accounting, but she's out on a hike. I'm going to resonate with that. Doesn't mean she's any better. I want people to hear that. It may not may feel unfair. Like you kidding me. You're going to go with her because you know, she's an outdoor enthusiast. Yeah. It's very likely that the, the whole crew that's lined up there has very similar, if not the same sort of ability, just actual ability. Well, let's say that even even if they don't, is any of them going to go, no, dude, I literally am the best. If they say that I'm going to write them off as well. They're gone because I don't believe it. They just lost my trust. There's no way you could be the best. Nobody believes that anymore. This is kind of our buddy, Christopher Lockhead. And he said, don't say that you're the best (laughs) or you're better. Just say you're different. That's the opportunity. I love that. I, I was promoting him and his website yesterday, actually. Hmm. <laughs> Another friend. Um, yes, all all of that. Uh, we have to differentiate ourselves. And the way of different, differentiating ourselves is to uh, express ourselves creatively to say, this is, okay, we're all accountants here. We all do pretty much the same kind of work, have same kind of credentials. But here's how I show up in the world. And that's different. And that may create resonance with you and not with me or with someone else or whatever. Like they want to see a certain thing. If you're not putting those things out there in the world for them to sort of taste, if you will, then they have no idea. This is kind of like, who knows? I'll just kind of roll the dice and pick one. That's not a way to secure a business, obviously. Like I hope somebody rolls the dice and picks me. You have to say, this is who I am. I hope this resonates with you. And, and and double down on that. I mean, th- th- this this conversation could kind of go all over the place, but I think that people also, this is maybe another side of this, but, and I think maybe you, you all talked about this, you and Miriam yesterday, but about the, uh, the ability to create some sort of, well, you asked if, if it's, a, if it's solving a problem. Mm-hmm. I think it is solving a problem, creativity and art. It's solving the problem of letting people know who I am versus not. It's solving the problem of maybe inspiring someone or not. Or, or it's it's saying, for instance, if I create a piece of fine art, maybe I want to inspire people. Maybe I want to make people to feel more wonder and awe and things like that. If I were creating fine art, that's probably what I'd be doing. <laughs> or, or to be evocative, to make them think about something contemplative, you know, or whatever. Um but just in my own art, in my own artistic expression, which is through, you know, my website and my other work and, and my old, you know, I was doing a podcast and things like that. I want people to feel, um, you know, if I'm going out there saying like, why well, I, I just want to resonate with someone. I want someone that I can trust that I can vibe with or whatever. That's a problem I've got until I fill it. Right. So I'm looking for someone. So, so 
effectively expressed themselves well, that created resonance with me, they solved the problem for me. I found them. I get to connect with them. I get that accountant or whatever. So it is really, we tend to, you know, make things so businessed, if that's a yeah. term, uh, that we we think, well, you know, we what's the problem that you're solving through that creative expression? I think, well, you're solving a lot of problems actually through that. Like I, I'm looking for a particular thing. And if you're not expressing it, I can't feel it. So when you do, you've solved a problem that I had. Now I can resonate with you. That, no, I love that because it's saying it's showing me who to trust. So if you don't show me that, that's a problem. Trust is a big part of that. Yeah. Yes. If I can't yeah. connect with you, then I don't trust you. And that's a problem. And I'm sitting here as a consumer trying to figure out who to hire. So the one that does give me an opportunity to connect and resonate with something gives me an opportunity. Now, the opposite of that, or the not the opposite, the risk of that that people are going to hear <clears throat> is, oh my gosh, if I let people know that I'm a blues singer, you know, in my, in my alt- alternate life back here maybe they'll reject me. So let's hit on that because when you said a second ago about your website, which is folks, you can look at it, it's Jared, J-A-R-E-D, Jared on Gaza, A-N-G-A-Z-A, Jared on Gaza.com. If you go there, you know, in approximately 0.0001 second, what he's about, and you're either going to like it and resonate, or you're going to not, which is really great for both of you. He just yeah. solved your problem to know whether he's for you or not. And he solved his problem because you just said you want the right people. You said something like, I want the right people to feel, you know, X, Y, Z. And I, I right away thought you want the right people to feel because I know you, you're super beyond super picky about who you will you know, connect with because you're not going to waste your time working with somebody who you don't resonate with. So better right. to let people know, but hit on that because you know, a lot of people are going, no, no, no. I want to come across in a very generic vanilla way. So I don't detract, you know, nobody's repelled by me. And of course, right. what we're saying is, yeah, but if nobody's repelled, nobody's attracted. So you're the guy or gal at the bar and you don't offend anybody. You don't attract a soul either. So just sitting there by yourself, <laughs> sitting there by yourself, not offending and not attracting. And I understand yeah. that because I'm one of the most conflict diverse people on the planet. I don't want to offend, but if I don't now, let's say you are lucky enough to get the date and then they find out you're a blues singer and they hate the blues, then you just wasted their time. You might as well let them know up front. Right. And it, it's people who say, you know, I don't want to, um, like, I don't want anybody to be offended. I don't want to, to like send people away from me or whatever, because they know that I'm a blues player or something, whatever. Um, and I'm saying, okay, great. Do you want to attract anyone? Say yes. Okay. Well, you have to make a decision. Uh, you can't just Thank be you. benign. Like you, nobody's going to notice. Uh, and in today's world, this is, this is not the same conversation 30 years ago, man. We would have been having totally. a different talk, but today you, you have to differentiate yourself in that way. Because, well, you know, there's another side of this, man. Uh, when I see somebody that says, I'm the blues playing accountant, and if you like that, I'm your guy. And maybe that he gets lots of blues players because of that, you know, that when he did accountants, I don't know. Uh, but you're not. You're someone else that just looked at that and said, I, I dig that. I, I dig that. Um, if in the in the situation where you see someone like and whatever i'll just say myself this is going to sound weird in a second but it, myself the way that i show up on my website and things like that i know that there is a certain echelon of people that go on there and go what's this joker doing not for me i'm out <laughs> yeah. and i've made it real clear as you said from the very beginning from the imagery to you know the things that i say i even say like the second line down it says here's what i'm driven by 
it came from you and I working together. I was like, if you want to trust me, you should know what I'm driven by. And I just put it out there right in the front section. <laughs> um, when someone does does that, and I see that, and, and obviously I've got a bit of an eye for it now, but when I see that, I think that person's got an element of bravery in them to show up that way. Nice. I like that. that nice. I can trust that. They're brave enough to show up. To, they did some work, and they did, they stepped out on the line a little, out of the line a little bit, and they said, "Here's the way I show up, and it's a little bit different." I like that bravery. I want bravery in the people that I associate with. Certainly, it's someone that I'm hiring for any kind of service. And even in my friends, it's like, man, I, I, I appreciate the bravery that it took to show up that way, man. I, I'll sign can up. I, What's your deal? <laughs> can I expound on that or, or add to that? Yeah. I, I love it because when you said that, I, I thought too bravery. And then I thought it's also, I, I see confidence. So if I'm going and I see a, yes. a, a real, let's pick another one, a realtor or whatever. And it's just, again, just vanilla, no connection point. It's a lady with, you know, nice hair and a car and she knows how to buy houses. Great. I I see nothing in that. Now here's one over here and they're showing you their, uh, you know, they're in, let's say it's in Hawaii and they're in a luau shirt or whatever it is with flip flops and a martini and they're in a Baja car. And, and they're, I look at that and I think brave and, and unique, but I also think confident. They're confident enough to say, this is what I'm about. And if you don't like it and don't want them, they are not so desperate that they need you. And I, and I kind of feel like that a lot of us look on the side and if we've really vetted your, you know, artistic flair or your flavor or your story, whether you have one or not, if you don't, I'm thinking mm, you may be so desperate. You're trying to just be open for anybody's business because you don't want to lose anybody's business. That sounds desperate. I just lost confidence for you. So yeah, with your saying bravery, I love that brave, courageous. If you put out there what you are about and what you're not, like you said, who, you know, what you're driven by your values and whatnot, then I'm thinking, dude, you're confident enough to say, this is what I'm about. And if you resonate with it, let's work together. If not, it's okay, man, go find somebody you resonate with. I'm not that desperate for your money or your job Mm -hmm. or your opportunity or your date or whatever it is. That's, I like that. That feels empowering that, okay, me putting it out there is not some ego thing. It's not some me trying to be the artist and I'm not. You all know I greatly value and pursue my health and wellness, and I'm always looking for better products and resources. Nutritional supplements are a staple for me, and a must is a probiotic to support my gut health and function. A probiotic is something I've taken each and every day for the long-term cumulative benefits. Seed is a company that makes a symbiotic, which is actually a unique mix of probiotics and prebiotics. Probiotics are beneficial bacteria and prebiotics are food for these bacteria. So Seed's symbiotic containing both helps balance my gut bacteria. So together, the Seed DS01 symbiotic benefits my gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. Taking Seed's DSO-1 symbiotic and avoiding the foods I know my body is sensitive to has taken me from constant digestive problems to almost none. I trust Seed's clinical trials and breakthrough research that's been published in top scientific journals. You can entrust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 daily symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash drive and use code 25DRIVE 
to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash drive code 25 drive. Most of today, you will be indoors, likely your home or your office. I am as well. Even with my treks out into the woods, I spend a lot of time inside. And we're going to think about 20,000 breaths. According to the EPA, the indoor air is two to five times more polluted than the outdoor air, sometimes up to a hundred times more polluted. At my studio, we have heat being forced through old ducts. I walk on carpet full of years of junk. No idea what's floating in the air that I'm taking constant gulps of. The solution is an air purifier and Air Doctor is just the best. Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold, bacteria, viruses. They do it so your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Go to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code KEVIN, and depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to 300 bucks off. Exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. So to get this special offer, go to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com Use promo code Kevin, airdoctorpro.com, promo code Kevin. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. So my book and this podcast are named What Drives You. And what drives us to great things is our own values, our known values. When we go astray, it's because we've lost sight of our values. Therapy is key for helping you clarify what matters most to you so you can do more of it. I was late to taking advantage of therapy. It was only for crisis, but now myself and most of the rock stars I have on my show get therapy regularly. For most people, the main hurdle is starting therapy. I recommend you try BetterHelp. It's entirely online. It's flexible. It's suited to your schedule. And trying it doesn't involve an afternoon of your time and all the hassle. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapist anytime, no additional charge. You can learn to make time for what is most valuable to you. So visit BetterHelp.com slash what drives you today. You get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash what drives you. And there'll be people that think it is some stupid ego. That's thing. what I'm trying it's to. Fine, it's not your peeps. That's what I'm trying to. <laughs> get we, I'm trying to help people who who hear that and go, "Oh, it feels uncomfortable to be the real me," you know. And but I'm saying, man, that's you need to be. Then it's it shows a lack of confidence. Is is what I'd say. If you want to be confident, get out there and have some walkaway power in your life and work and whatever to go. Man, this is just this is who I am. And if you don't like that, we're not going to resonate down the road. So it's just a short term opportunity at best. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's a, a a whole lot to be said, especially again the the time today is it's different than before. Like yeah. people have a different relationship with creative expression already than what what you know when we were kids, and there's an environment that's more condu- conducive, if not requiring us to be more creative, 
and to express ourselves more fully again that i think requiring i think i think you're being soft i think it does require i think you're being yeah. I, I think you're not you're being disingenuous to yourself brother because <laughs> if i was your client you're going to say dude no it's not an opportunity it's a requirement if i'm going to work for no you, you're right one. i would totally say and that. two if you're going to go out there and hang up your shingles as an accountant you're not going to make it more than a year if you don't give some people a connecting point i mean that's what you've done to me like no you got to do this I don't really want to talk about most that of the people I've worked with are sort of at that crux point. That's the same yeah. place that my, my accountant guy was before. And he's like, I've plateaued and I am scared. Uh, Cause there's other people coming up around me. And I'm not going to make it unless I do something different. And so we did. And now he's, as far as I understand, got the most thriving accounting business in, in Peoria, Illinois, right outside of Chicago. And he does a lot of work in Chicago and stuff like that. And, 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 and but I bet, and can I, can I assume he's being fully him? Oh my God. He is more him than he would have ever been any other way. Like because of the journey that we went through, you know? Okay. So that brings, I think you and I may have talked about this off, off camera here a minute ago, but um, there's another side of creative expression, which probably also delineate a little bit. I think you, you and Miriam said something too about fine art versus art and, and other things. Yeah. But I, I think that what I'm talking about here directly is creative expression that may come across in lots of different ways that someone may not even call art necessarily. Yeah, so I want agreed. to agree. Yes, yes, yes. So your creative expression, we all come, you have your brand. I've got my, you know, our father, Dan, he, you know, he's got his brand and it's very like, you know, handshakes and, and like, uh, leave it to beaver kind of style stuff or whatever. And, and like that old school way of doing that wholesome. It, yeah. Wholesome. It yeah. is. It's just, whole, and, and, and like everybody looks at dad's brand and some people may look at that and be like, Oh, that's not for me. I want, you know, slick Rick over here in the Ferrari. And dad's like, it's not me. I'm doing my own thing over here. And he does it well. And, and it resonates with people. Yeah. Uh, it, and, and people, you know, flock to that. So I, I want to come back on the creative expression side of things and recognize another side of it that's more internal, more personal. It says, I am, it's, it's, you know, when we talk about doing the work, you know, this is a self-help podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. So if, if somebody wants to help themselves uh, and they're looking at that, do at doing the work, I think that for, well, from my experience anyway, for being creative or talking about, expressing yourself creatively is very uncomfortable for a lot of people. Yeah. It's a stretch. Um, it's something that people look at and say that that's going to stretch me way beyond my boundaries. I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not a creative. I'm not, and that was kind of, uh, you know, the, the guy I was talking about, that was kind of his situation. Uh, however, I look at it as a therapeutic practice, like yoga. It, it's, it's a practice that I'm going through to creatively express myself, to do th even and being on a podcast like this, this is some sort of creative expression for me. But it's it's a practice that I'm leaning into. I, I did something recently where I I had to, to dance with some kids and stuff, and 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 like I'm not that's not my move, man. Yeah. <laughs> if I if I'm at a party, I, I might be DJing, but I'm not going to get out and dance. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. It's not my deal. And I did it, and it it stretched me. Something else was tapped into at that moment that I wouldn't have gotten into otherwise. Um, I got uncomfortable enough to reach my tolerance boundaries or my comfortable boundaries or whatever, like all that stuff 
And that's when we have a breakthrough. That's when we open up the possibility for a breakthrough to discover new depths of what we're actually capable of, what's actually inside us. It's like there's stuff in there and we're not tapping into it because we're too fearful or whatever of creatively expressing ourselves. It requires us to be vulnerable. Uh, it requires us to, to, well, vulnerability is a big part of it. That's why I said that on the other side, when someone does it, it's brave. You know, because it required them to be vulnerable. It required them to do the work. It required a man, Kurt, to come to me and say, look, this is not my thing. What do I do? And we went through a process that was very uncomfortable for him during that time. Uh, and again, I have my own. I, I'm pretty free at creatively expressing myself, but I have my limit. And when I come up to one of those limits and boundaries, I think, well, what happens if I go over that? What might come out of me that I can't access otherwise? You and I talked about this years ago on another podcast when I was a guest about uh, why I do all the, you know, why I was traveling and, and living in East Africa for a decade and doing all that kind of stuff. I chose that life because it was an environment that continually drove me beyond what I thought were my limits. Yeah, um, it, it showed me what I was truly capable of. Uh, and it allows me to feel love more deeply than I was able to before and things like that. It's like I, I, I lived a life that was drawing something out of me that I could just couldn't access unless I was in that churn of, of uncomfortability, if that's word. Uh, and I, I feel like creative expression for a lot of people is, is an act of getting just really uncomfortable because it's not their, it's not their thing. It's not what they feel comfortable doing. But from that, it can pull something out of them. We watched our mother go through some of this, man. Yeah. Remember like back in the day when she wasn't a painter, yeah. <laughs> an artist, and she sort of had this, like there was something there, but she just wasn't getting at it. And then all of a sudden she just bloomed into it, went yeah. full tilt boogie. And now she's like a, a painter, like an extraordinary painter an artist and a teacher. Of, and she's helping other people express themselves creatively. And she's seen wild transformations in her friends that were like, I've never put a paintbrush to a, painting you know to a piece of canvas before that's not my thing and they do it and they end up crying you know because they had some now they've got some new relationship with their kid it's just like wow all that stuff happened because someone was just brave enough to put a piece of paint you know a drip of paint on a canvas how wonderful is that what's what is her website do you know moms yeah, yeah i think it's joannefmiller.com I, I i built it at one point long ago or, or, or edited it all right I, I just wanted to give it as a resource because yeah it's just it's just on that note it's such a great literally it's, it's about, such a wild transformation yeah talking about the fine arts life. here's somebody who's never engaged in it and now and she's how old today 74 maybe something like that something like that. somewhere yeah. there and and she's been an artist for a decade maybe uh, maybe it's been longer than that. It's been a little bit more than that, but over the last decade, though, there's been some significant like achievements, and now she's like winning awards and like her stuff is phenomenal. Yeah. I'm like, I want that in my house. I, I got it in my. That's what I've got. In my, yeah, totally. And and yeah. so she's she's uh doing galleries and showings, and she's selling stuff for thousands of dollars, whatever. And it's a great story of her. Fun. She's got a couple books, so she's an author, and one of them is uh, somewhat on her creative journey okay uh, so that, that really was a therapeutic journey for her that was the purpose of it yeah. i think at the time that, it wasn't supposed to be some outward thing that she was going to share with the world it morphed into that later she went yeah. into that process for her own therapy this episode is brought to you by bumble 
So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. So again, on the self-help aspect, I mean, what you hear Jared saying, and there's a lot to be gained by getting into different creative expression there. What you said that on that, I like the term, I kind of took that captive creative expression that right. we're talking when we're talking in this vein about saying, you keep using the word, how you show up for others. I'm going to, I want to stick on that, how you show up for the marketplace, for a prospective date, for your business. We are talking about like some outward imagery, literally your social media, your website, your resume, your presentation, wherever you go to find a date, you know, whatever we're talking about that. And that one, I mean, like for me, I am, I'm going to say I'm, I have great creative expression and I engage in it every day in writing communication and words And in, in this aspect, speaking and conversation, that's it. I'm an artist. I'm calling myself an artist in that frame. Uh, I am, I am not in this aspect of imagery and I've had to get your help. Like you talked about your accountant guy. I'm kind of like that dude, colors and imagery and whatever. I don't know. You're going to have to help me do that. So I even want to say that even those of you who have creative expression or who can tap into that, you may not have it. We are talking to some degree about how you show up for the world, your imagery. That is a unique thing. So that's your, that's your art right there is that now. And we talked about your buddy, uh, the accountant, and he has a, a creative expression within numbers and math. And of course, some of the greatest yeah. uh, influencers of our planet of all time, man, that's their, that's their world is math and numbers and all that stuff that you did. Whenever we think about smart people, we think about Einstein and, and Nikola Tesla and people like that, that I'm teaching my kids about. Yeah, yeah dude, I do not. That's another area. I, I have a very finite amount of creative expression. And I think even as, a, as an athlete, I have some, but anyways, but I, I do want to hit on this, that we are talking about us taking ourselves in whatever role, job, work, facet of life that we are in and saying, okay, but from a, an outward expression to others, again, what you're saying, how you show up for others and back to you, you know, what's the cape you're going to put on when you get out of bed, uh, that you're going to intentionally showcase yourself. Now, and, and I don't, I want to take that out of, it's not a performance. It's just saying, no, this is, yeah, that's an important point. Okay. I was just sitting here contemplating that as you're talking, because I run into this often, um, and, and, and working in, even sort of the enlightenment consciousness circles that I'm in uh, when I talk about identity, you know, and we think of the Buddha saying, you know, release all, you know, attachments to identity and things like that. I'm for that. (laughs) I just want to be clear on that. Um, Now there's another side of this that said, we're not crafting some uh, inauthentic, you know, image of who you are or identity of who you are in your case, especially. So I could have put together some identity that I thought would just sell. All right, but it may not be you. If I do that for you, that's a disservice for you. That is not your authentic creative expression. I think that whatever kind of expression it is, if it's fine art or if it's your website or your podcast or whatever, that true art, like it, it, it blooms from this deep creative possibility within us, all of us. 
And I think artists are sort of miners of that. Like they're used to going into those spaces and looking and, and under uncovering things and, and letting things come out of them. Uh, they know how to dance with that possibility. That's why we call them artists. They, they dance with that possibility of creative creativity inside them. And I think that true art is actually an act of devoted authenticity. You had, you had to do some work. Like when we got in there into those spaces and you're like, I don't know, man. And I'm like, well, let's go deeper. And, and more of you, more of your authentic self is able to be expressed because of the process that we went through. Well, what Again, I was looking at art therapy. Yeah. What but, I was going to say is <clears throat> what you showed me is I did know, but I just wasn't, didn't know. I didn't, I wasn't tapping into it. Was it was in you. You yeah. just weren't connected with it. I wasn't yeah. connected with it. And then I didn't know necessarily how to represent that. So yeah, if I think about that. It, right. So within the shows, when I go through the values, motives, and habits with everybody, and I go through those seven areas of life, the Ziegler wheel of life, um, they all have an identity and I have an identity and you help me bring it. So spiritually, where do you stand? What's your identity? Well, I, I know where my faith and belief is. Okay. But how about financial? How do you showcase yourself financially? Is that a big, you know, I mean, I have an identity there, uh, not, not just yeah. my relationship with money, but even how I showcase myself with like, like we keep talking about the $2,000 suit and the Ferrari, uh, you kind of think that's not me. People are going to see me in athletic wear or today I'm in a sweatshirt and a ball cap. Um, and I'm talking about my, my utilitarian house out in the woods and I'm often driving an old truck. Okay. That's a financial identity. If that's you and you're okay with it. Now, if I'm not, that's another issue, but if I'm confident in it and come out and, and there relational, I'm married, I've got nine kids and you're saying, okay, that's, do you have an identity? Let's use that uh, health and wellness, my athleticism, my health, wellness, part of my identity. vocationally, what's your identity. And so you're helping. Bring that's when that. we went back to your cycling yeah. and, just, and, and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot I did that. I'm like, oh, yeah, brother, that's like, <laughs> when I describe you, that's how, that's where I start. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's interesting. And other people may, are probably better adept at describing us than we often that's are often ourselves. That's often the case, by the way. Yeah. So, okay. So we're all talking about, so wherever you sit right now and you're listening to this again, as a business owner, as an employee, as a uh, stay at home parent, as a whatever. Ever, how do you want to show up? And what Jared's showcasing here is you do have an identity. Now, if you want to show up that way, you're better off. And we're going to say in a workplace scenario, it's it's a necessity more so and more so every day requirement that you figure out how to what, how to communicate that, how to showcase that. And that is yeah. some, if it feels icky at the end of it and it doesn't feel authentic, you've, you've done it wrong. <laughs> you know, you've had a bad coach or whatever. So it, it should feel like, well, this is me, man. This fits like what I said earlier about current, the accountant, it, it was like a jacket they put in. I was like, oh my God, this fits perfect. It's this fits me. This is who I am. He didn't know how to access that perfect garment <laughs> before because he just hadn't been through the process. So it was important uh, that I that I have walk him through that process to help him to understand what's actually within him that that could fit him more. It's just like it was like a cave in his system that he had never visited. And I was like, well, what happens if we go there and shed some light on it? And all of a sudden, all this new stuff came out of me. It's like, I didn't know I felt that way. I didn't know I could express myself that way. So what people his clients, other people got to experience was like, oh my God, here's Kurt, like the real guy. <laughs> like we we actually resonate with that guy. We really like that guy. And before he was keeping that in, cause he's like, all people want from me is the numbers. And I was like, that's not true, Kurt. They want to know who you are and they need to trust you. 
and and yeah. they and, and he leaned into it, man. He was brave and vulnerable more than I'd seen most grown men in my life. <laughs> and he leaned into it and, and and beautiful things came out of that. Okay, I want to hit him and his audience. I, I want to hit on the last two things you said because you talked about, you know, if it feels icky or whatever, that's probably not good. Now, because there's a segment of people out there that even if it's totally authentic to them, it's 100% them, nothing about the identity itself is icky. It may feel icky, though, to come and showcase that. Uh, some people, yeah. you know, the, the introverts and whatever, I don't have a desire to do that. I'm, I have a workplace opportunity that I'm doing it for as an investment. And, and I kind of thought of, okay, it's a goofy analogy, but for, it kind of works for me. I mean, if you're a nudist and that's how you're comfortable and you're going to come into work and people say, you know, you got to put clothes on. I could do that. Feels icky to me. Well, tough. You just got to put some clothes on. In some ways, I feel, I feel you're saying that, hey, even if the, the aspect of putting those clothes on is not your favorite thing, if you're going to come out here and have a, a viable opportunity, you need to put some clothes on. Uh, back to your cape. You need to figure out how you're going to show up and let people know what you're about. And so even though you're not an extrovert and you're not looking to, you know, draw attention to yourself, which I don't want, I'm, I'm an introvert who doesn't want to draw attention to myself necessarily. And yet I'm also sitting here with a podcast and you're saying, dude, if you want to grow the podcast, if you want the book to sell, people have to connect with you. If you don't want, maybe if you don't want to do that, maybe you should be in a different line of work. Do one that doesn't necessitate that to a, to a great degree, but we're kind of saying everybody's in that line of work today. How are you going to show up and let people know about you? And I do believe that today and, and ev- more so every day, if you don't do that, you are going to lose or at least lose out on the greater opportunities that you could have if you, you've got to give people those connecting points. So back to your bravery. And I think you've got to find some confidence and saying, Hey, this is who, who me, this is who I'm about. This is my story. And I'm offering to you that to you so that we can connect. And really, gosh, maybe dating is a great example. If you just show up and just say, hi, I'm Kevin. I'm a male. I'm 54 years old. I'm six foot tall. Here I am. You can see me. We good. Well, I guess that's why they do the dating app things uh, that were the, I, I, I was, those things happened since I was not dating. So I've never been on one, but I assume there's profiles and things like that, that you fill out to, to make people or to help people understand more who you are. And again, like if you, if you just say the basics, nobody, I assume is going to come after you for that. Uh, they're wanting to see they're wanting to get some sort of taste of the authenticity of who you are. Who is the authentic you? Your word resonate. Do I, I just let, let's just let's just right. cut out the crap and in a quick scroll down, let's just see if you resonate. Yeah, if you're my kind of person, because if you're, you know, this, this, and this, those are deal killers. And so, right. quit screwing around and take a month to figure that out. That's actually a great. That's it. We're saying we we need a personals ad. For us, for every facet, our our romantic interests want to know it, our clients, customers, our employers, everybody's trying to find it. As an employer, man, if you come, you know, there's all these things that you can or can't do from an HR standpoint, but anybody's going to go try to find you. They're going to go trying to find you on social media and see what you're about. And so I'm telling my, like my kids, dude, just show up with it. Show up at the job interview if you're going with one and give them all your social media stuff. If you got it, whatever you got, they're looking for it anyways. It'll build trust. It shows you're confident. And if you're not, it's because, you know, because you've been doing keggers and you got it on social. Well, bad move on your part. But you know, if that's you, I guess you should let them, but you get the point. It's a really a great analogy. We should all have, we should lead everything we're doing with our own 
personals ad saying this is what I'm about. And as a consumer, that is what I want from you. As an empl- if you're if I'm hiring you for, as an employee or if I'm hiring you buying you a product or service, just tell me what's your story because I don't believe your content is the best that there is. Absolutely. Yeah. And 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 the you know, whether or not you're in the business world and you're trying to sell your business or if you're trying to attract a mate or whatever, or you're trying to attract a friend or, or whatever it is, uh, or just being in the world, <laughs> all of those things in this, this discussion that we're having about creative expression and yeah. art creativity, it's very, you know, again, this is a self-help discussion that we're having here. It, it is very connected, I think, to the idea of speaking your truth, you know, and, and to express yourself, you know, to say what you feel, to say what you mean, to 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 express yourself authentically and so on. And I I mentioned earlier that creative expression is um, a practice or it can be a practice like yoga or, or, yeah. or exercise of some kind or whatever. It's a practice that you're doing. I feel like it's a similar muscle that you're working out when you are create, you're being vulnerable enough to creatively express yourself when it may not be something that feels totally natural to you. That same muscle, when you say, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go do that art class. It feels wonky. It's not me. It's I don't care about painting. It's not my, or whatever it is. It could be anything. And you do that and you practice it. I feel like you're strengthening that same muscle that allows you to go into the next conversation and maybe speak a little bit more of your truth that you wouldn't have organ- ordinarily because you're, you're starting to get connected to your own authenticity and to what's deep within you because you're, you're practicing that creative expression, especially when it's uncomfortable. That, that's even more important, I think, when it's uncomfortable because it's tapping into something inside you, but it's, you're like saying, okay, I'm brave enough to go do that. I'm brave enough to go and and do this art class that makes me feel uncomfortable with maybe some artists that are good. And I know that I'm not, it's not my thing, but I'm going to go anyway and let it pull something out of me. It's like going to the gym. You just went and did something that, that strengthened you. It pulled something else out of you. I feel again, like that strengthening that same sort of, stuff inside you that allows you to be better at being more authentic in general and expressing your your truth and speaking your truth using your voice whether you're putting you know a a a paintbrush to a canvas or building a website or or doing a podcast or just speaking or or whatever it's all a, a form of expression and it's a way of using your quote unquote voice, even if it's, you know, visual rather than audible. Okay. Well, you've, I've experienced it. So I'm, you got me thinking, here's the new business idea. You ready? We need identity camps and you do it just for your own darn self, even more so if you're going to go out there in the world, you know, with opportunity, uh, at the highest level, I think, but work doing this with you has been, as you talked about, has been an incredible exercise in me knowing myself, understanding myself when you make me have to explain myself and, and, and pull it out has been just an incredible exercise to go, gosh, what do, what is my identity in this way? You know, like what, what's your identity vocationally? I don't know. I just, I guess I start stuff and, and you're going to do, you were a pro athlete. You started 
you know, 19 businesses, you built your own house, you got some acumen here. And it's not just to go through an achievement list, because some people may hear that and go, gosh, I don't know if I've got, you know, these great achievements. So I want to help me back off of that. It's not about that. But it's just saying kind of what do you believe? What do you value? You see, you use the word value a bunch. What do you value? And if you value you know, politics and policy and whatnot, that's a part of you. If that's what people are going to hear you talking about or researching, go ahead and embrace that. That's a part of you. Huh? I hadn't thought about that. I just thought it was something I was curious about. No, that sounds like that's, that seems to come up. That's a, like I hear you saying, that's, that's kind of like a flavor of you that exists. Don't act like it doesn't. And you're better yeah. off to go ahead and let people know that it, it does. It's kind of like that personals ad, man. If you don't, if you hide stuff, you know, if you put on the fake picture, at some point you're going to have to meet the person. They're going to see what you really look like. You might as well find confidence. But I think a lot of us don't know because we just don't. I didn't know. and I didn't even know I didn't know. I just I, I'm interested in an idea and I go after that. And I, I don't I don't think about my own brand. Um, even you. I mean, I'm sure you've done that. You know, you probably have a better propensity to go think of other people's brand and think about your own. We just aren't usually bent that way. And once in a blue moon, I think of my own. <laughs> there, it's, it's so I love the the exercise, and I'm I'm here. What I'm doing is a t- and I'm testifying to you had me go through this, and the 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 exercise of having to think about my identity and write it down was right. was yeah it wasn't super comfortable. I don't know if it was uncomfortable. It was just foreign. I, okay, I gosh, I hadn't thought about, it. and now in doing that, kind of going, huh, that is. That is me. And what's most convicting to me again, Jared, is that's exactly what I want to know about everybody on planet Earth that I touch. If I'm going to touch you in any way, whether it's with money or giving you my time or whatever, please just let me know what you're about. I just had somebody reach out to me and they said, would you help me? They're local. We listen to your podcast. Would you help us with a podcast? And my first thought was, well, gosh, they're local. Sure, I'll do that. And it, the podcast is about this, and would you be a part of that? Oh, nope, not not my stick. So it just kind of gave me the motivation to, am I going to invest my time here or not? If they had said it's about wine tasting or beverages, if, yeah, let's do that, or athletics or whatever. Yeah. And so let, but it, it was good. Let's not waste each other's time. What a gift. Kind of back to your solving a problem. I that's, you that's another, uh, the, the time wasting thing is another important part of yeah. it too, is if you are doing, you know, if you're showing up in, as a business or a service of some kind, like you said, with my website, you can know in a couple of seconds, whether or not we resonate or not, uh, just even by the aesthetics, the few, you know, statements right there in the first section or whatever, I don't want to waste someone's time. When I go to someone's website, I know what I'm looking for. And I'm like, all right, I want to know, what do you stand for? What are your values? What are you about? How are you going to show up in the world? I get you do branding. So do 15,000 other guys. But what do you do? Like, you know, what's, your, what's your thing that sets you off that makes you different? Do I resonate with that? So I think everything that I, I hadn't thought about this way before, but the things, and if you look at my website, your website, and 15,000 others that I've created, they, there's a formula there that says, I want to show you who I am very quickly, what I stand for, what I'm about. I'm going to tell you exactly clearly what I do, what you're going to get out of this, all in the span of about 10 seconds on my website, because I respect the fact that that's about what you're willing to give in this particular search that you're doing. So I'm going to meet you there. And I think when I see somebody that meets me there, I'm like, all right, you've got my attention. You did the work. 
you thought through it, you got vulnerable, you showed up authentically from what I can tell. And all this stuff resonates with me. I'm in, let's dance. What do you got? That's again, it's, it's when I see that part of this has to do with my own perspective always uh, is that I, I see that someone has done the work to show up authentically. I think about the journey they may have gone through to get there. And then I recognize that they're also brave enough to do that to, to put it out publicly and to share their point of view, which Miriam was talking about yeah. before. It's a point of view that's being expressed. And you're also saying, <clears throat> I think it's important. I think Miriam said this too, that artists kind of, it's a response to something. So I've said a lot, even to my kids, it's like life is very much about your response to life. <laughs> it's about how you respond. How did dad respond to the flat tire or the traffic jam or the, thing that didn't work out or, or, or the thing that did work out or whatever. It's like, how do you respond to life and your artistic, you know, creative expression is a response to something. So it, 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 in some ways it tells the person that's looking at your work, whatever it may be, how you respond to the world. And like that resonates with me. I respond that way, or I want to respond that way. Maybe it's aspirational, but or I, I appreciate the way that you respond to the world and the way that you show up, as we've talked about a lot, great. Now it, I'm in. Well, it's, now it's, I know. it feels like it's coming right back to Miriam's point of view. It does. It showcases. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It, it showcases it your showcases point of view. Your, so that, that's, that's what you've gotten me so enamored with is sitting here thinking about, that's what we all want to know. Anybody comes within our frame of reference, that's what we're all wondering. What are they about? What's their story? What's their point yeah. of view? And do we connect? I went to this podcast gathering in Orlando recently and they use this app called Wova W H O V A. So it's apparently it's some event app or whatever. So you go on there and sign your profile and they've got, here's all the sessions and the schedule and all that kind of stuff. What was interesting though, is they have you create a personal profile. So this was just for podcasters. They have a personal profile. So you go on there, put your information and then they, to what you're saying and, and this concept really smart. They said, okay, what do you care about? What are you interested in? And so you put, you know, for me, self-help, self-improvement, personal development and health and wellness, psychology, um, health and wellness. And then you you do that, do, it's kind of like doing a hashtag type thing. You can go search for other people uh, that do that and send them a message and connect with them. Or it'll show you, hey, here are groups or sessions that relate to that. And that's what we're all wanting to know, man. I'm They're all paths to possible resonance. It, it is because uh, you go to a networking thing, which a lot of these things are, Hey, we're having happy hour networking, come in and everybody, you know, meet and greet. I no, it's, it's, I'm not, that's not, <laughs> I know I used to do those things. When I was like 18, 19, 20 years old, man, those mixers and things. Oh, oh those are horrible. I'm they're, so glad I haven't done one of those. They're things. horrible. I just want to, I just want to hold up a thing and say, Hey, anybody interested in these things come to the stable. And this is what yeah. this is allowing you to do, which is so smart. So again, back to us as a podcaster. So here's somebody coming in looking for a podcast. That's what they want to know. Okay. Self-help. Great. That narrows it down to about a hundred thousand podcast. I have no idea what the number is, but there's a bunch of us in that right. category. Okay. So what are you about now? Again, I, you do have to have, I, I say the content's not enough. Obviously you got to have good content. The content's mandatory. Oh, thank you. Thank you. 
it's that, been- that's that's not a that, that's just a given it's like you got to have that to even do anything but then you've got to have something more and i feel like i'm, I'm yeah. talking michael gerber talk from the e-myth back yeah. in the day yeah i read that was like 15 yeah. or something yeah um yeah. i just read it again actually um but yeah, you've got to, it, it, doing great work, service or whatever, having a great product isn't enough. That's the, that's the basic requirement is to have a great product or service. Beyond that, you have to do and be something more. Yeah. And, and, and I think really what's being said there is that you have to create some sort of resonance. I, or I, a path to it. It's kind of, I, I keep coming up with favorite words, you know, the point of view and resonance, but hmm. I, I, is it fair? I'm trying to think here. Is it fair to say it's all words around connection, which back to the dating app, that's what we're ultimately looking for. I don't care if you're speed dating, if you're on a dating app, if you're, you know, just out there looking for a mate, you're just, if you could wave a magic wand, what would it be? Somebody who I resonate with. That's what we're looking for at the end of the day. So we're talking about all these ways to resonate. And I think right now we do have the opportunity with websites and social media and personal things and, and whatever we've got the opportunity. And if we don't, then we don't connect. And, and that's, that's what I'm, uh, you know, even with the book, I probably got, I don't know, I'm here at my home office. I probably got 20 books sitting around here. People who want to be on the show. I know what their content is. I, I here's the cover. I can look at it. Here's the title. Here's the tagline. Here's their name. And they all have a bio. It's unbelievable how often I read the bio and go, okay, it's just about that topic. I know nothing about them. I have no connection point. And so yeah, my, my biggest propensity is I just throw it in a stack. And I think in my office, I've got like 10 boxes of books and some of them may be the best book I'll never read because it just, it takes me too long. I've got to, cause it's just as easy to pick up another book on a similar topic and go, Ooh, Ooh. And there's what they're about. Pick up, let's make a schedule. Let's do it. Or, or at least let me get into the book and now see if I do like your content. But without that, I think that's, what's gotten me so engrossed in this topic here is if we don't do that, which you've been helping me do it with the show, because I have not been doing that well to say, look, this is what I am about let me let you know that out of care for you and opportunity for me but out of care for you so if i care about you i'm going to let you know what i'm about so you don't waste your time and you can know if i'm for you or not and go on or connect that's a great point yeah when i when i go to someone else's website and i see they've done you know some similar formula to what i would do or whatever i think oh wow you did the work man you thought through what i might be thinking about that's great. You, you thought about me when you created this. It wasn't just about how you do the best sales pitch to me or whatever, but you thought about what I might want to see. And it wasn't me individually, obviously, but it was people like me. And so I am, I resonate with your culture, you yeah. know, with your way of showing up, your identity, whatever it is. Um, those things feel good to me. You're my people. I mean, Seth Godin says, you know, people like this do, you know, do things like that. Uh, that's, that's culture. Um, and, 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 you know, it's, it's part of our beliefs as well. And we, I want to know, you know, what do you believe? What lights you up? What gets you excited? You're a cyclist. Okay, cool. You're an outdoors person. Cool. You know, all of those things need, I need to know that about you. If I'm going to, care about turning on your podcast every day uh if, or, or whatever it may be if i feel that resonance i'm in so I, I really feel like today's marketing is really about 
it's an opportunity to create resonance. Can I create resonance in this tiny space that I've got of a few seconds of someone's potential attention? Uh, Can I create resonance in that moment? And the game's gotten, you know, pretty stout these days. That's why my website looks the way it is, where it's just like, boom, right there. The first thing you get to, it says exactly what I do. One sentence. Uh, I think we we need to do that. But again, I think people look at that and they're like, well, thanks. I didn't have to search around your website and have to wonder or send you an email or something like that. You just put it right out there for me. I appreciate that. Thanks for showing up authentically. Thanks on both sides. Thanks. I'm repelled by that. And you saved me the time from... Exactly. That too. Yeah. Going There's probably to- plenty of people that come to my site and go, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And thanks oh my gosh, I get you. And I've been searching for the past 10 providers and thank you for telling me what I've been interested in yeah. knowing anyways, man. I just, yeah. So I think, you know, for us to wrap up the opportunity, it's an opportunity. And we're also going to argue really, I think more and more every single day, it's a requirement. More of a requirement today than ever before. Yeah. yeah. And it, it not, not only that, but again, just to put that last point on it, if nothing else, if you're not running a business, because not everybody listening to this podcast is running a business, or if you just have a successful business already, whatever. What if you have, if you're interested in self help, if you're interested in taking yourself, you know, to the next level, whatever that may mean to you, a creative expression and, and diving into that and, and being vulnerable enough and brave enough to go into a practice of deepening your authenticity and there there's a uh, few things you'll get more out of than, than something like that, where you're saying, I, I'm going to go into that. I'm going to express myself creatively, creatively, even if maybe even, especially if it's super uncomfortable for me because I'm willing to do it and to see what comes out of me because it might serve me better as a human in my own experience. And it might also improve the way that I show up for others. I I think that's, I think that right there is, is the mic mic drop right there to end on, Uh, but just, yeah, creative expression. Cause I just wrote down. Yeah. Cause you're, what you're talking about is knowing what I'm about, which is ultimately self-awareness, which, is the crux of self-help is our own self-awareness. All right. You got me excited. And I do want to say that it's also, cause I was sharing this idea concept with some, a, a group of a, a paid membership that I run. And I kept, I kept coming back and going, guys, this is an evolving thing. Cause it can be frustrating. Cause we talk about this every single week and it's going to evolve. So do the best that you know of now with your own self-awareness and then next week, you're going to understand a little more. And next week, you're going to understand a little more. And I say that because as we're talking about this, I got some notes on some things I want to add to uh, my brand. So you ready? <laughs> we'll talk offline about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that today, I'm sure. <laughs> we're talking, let's, let's talk right now. All right, brother, man. Thank you. I'm glad uh, I knew you'd be the guy for the show. And uh, thanks to Miriam Schulman uh, and her book, yes. Artpreneur, and fostering this discussion. And uh, thanks for rounding it out, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you to my brother, Jared Angaza, for this just massively insightful discussion. I've been writing him notes since this discussion on things for our own projects together, for my own brand. You can connect with him and easily know what he's about at Jared, J-A-R-E-D, Angaza, A-N-G-A-Z-A.com. And I do encourage you to check out Miriam Schulman's 
message in her book, Artpreneur, the step-by-step guide to making a sustainable living from your creativity. Thank you for tuning into this self-helpful podcast where I strive to help you and me elevate our personal experience of life and the way we show up for others. Stay driven, my friends. Most Americans at New Year's are thinking about improving their health and losing some weight. In regards to eating, the feeling is generally it's going to cost more money, more stress and effort, and you got to eat bland food. Well, a solution to all these is HelloFresh. HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You skip trips to the grocery store. You can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's literally number one meal kit. You can make saving time a viable resolution with quick, convenient recipes. They're delivered right to you. You just choose your meals and select your delivery date. And HelloFresh handles the meal planning and shopping. So you just open your weekly box of pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes and you're cooking quickly with ease and joy. My family loves HelloFresh. We just open the box, follow the recipes and have something new and interesting and good for us. It's become one of our family's favorite activities together. So go to HelloFresh.com slash drive free. And use code drive free for free breakfast for life. You get one breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash drive free with code drive free. HelloFresh, it's America's number one meal kit.